Welcome to Unlimited Boundaries. Officer B with your host, Lester Bailey. Tonight, we're going to talk about something that has happened to so many children in life, and that is learning the use of drug and alcohol. You remember back in the day when we all had family gatherings, parents used to get around with your cousins and your uncles and your aunties, and everybody would have that little party or how about, we'll talk about the barbecues, you know, the family outings at the house, and beer was being able to be passed around from one adult to the other adult, but it got to a point during that time that Kids were asked to bring the beer to another relative, normally some male member of the family. And the kids would come out and they would take a little sip of beer for the first time. I mean, some of you all remember having that first drink of beer. You ask yourself like, ooh, this is nasty, but you didn't stop. And you had that, you know, every time somebody asked you for some and they didn't fill and finish the can. You remember, you know, when you didn't finish that can. And you take that first sip and you're like, ooh, I don't know why they drink this. But that didn't stop you. So they asked for another one and you took another little sip. And then by the third one, you know, you were happy because now you kind of started to understand the taste of that beer. So they asked you to go get another one. And then you start opening the can. Remember, you would pop that can go and you would turn around and say, "Okay, I'll sneak me two tastes in here. Before I give it to that relative. Well, those habits turn into bad habits as children get older. They want to make sure as teenagers, they are drinking more of those beers. And sooner or later, they go to the wines. And then they go to the hard liquor. And then you're wondering why some children become alcoholics so early in their life. Because it started out when nobody was really paying much attention They were around the family gatherings. Everybody was so happy and smiling and what have you. And after a while, you see some more people getting a little high and drunk. As little kids, it was easy to detect because little kids did not know how to handle alcohol. So they would be slurring their speech or they would be hiding behind a couch or a chair, falling out. And the next morning, they couldn't understand why they were so sick. They were porcelain worshiping, sitting right next to that cool head of that toilet oh my goodness you had to put your head on that toilet so that way you could feel so much better but you were stick to, sick to your stomach and you didn't want nobody to say anything to you your head was pounding this was getting hurt but as a child this is what you're learning you learn those habits bringing it up to the today's time versus what used to happen back when i my childhood today's time they're learning how to smoke pot to smoke reefer to smoke a blunt to smoke some type of drugs and they're getting it more and more and more because the the younger children millennial children of today decide that it's okay if they smoke a little pot it's not going to go into anything But 90% of the time, most people will agree that things that get you started inside of your drug career is either smoking cigarettes when you're very young or is from smoking drugs. That normally takes you to the next step. And why are we going to that next step? What is that next step taking you to? Some people leave the smoking of reefer, and we're talking 
9, 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds. We're not talking 17, 18. We're not talking 21, 22, 25, 30 year olds. We're talking pre-teenagers are smoking more drugs today. As a policeman, I used to see it on the streets so often and couldn't understand where they're getting it from. Family has turned around and say, it's okay if they get a little smoke. It'll relax them. It'll calm them down. The children may be bipolar, but they want to say, I'll give them just a taste here and they'll lose this bipolar. They don't lose it. They gain a brand new habit. And the habit is a horrible habit. And it takes them years to come off of this, including going to rehab for some. Others don't make it that far. But children start popping pills, ecstasy, and so many other types of pills, which ends up hurting them even greater. I had a friend of mine that did not know about people popping pills. And they slipped her as we used to call it back in the day, a Mickey, but they slipped her some ecstasy and they gave her too much of it. And she ended up walking into a glass door and getting her uh, organ tore apart. One of her inner organs, I'll say it was her lung that got split in part. So now today she is living with half a lung and this is at a very early age in her life. Some other people have used the ecstasy as date rape pills because they're getting so used to it. If you give a little young child some drugs, of course, especially if it's ecstasy, they're able to take advantage of that male or that female. And they're using it more and more today because to them it's something regular and it happened to them. So they're passing on that same habit they were taught by that family gathering, by their friends hanging out on the street. Some other ones have learned to use crack. That's one of the worst drugs that they can use because it's like it's easy to mix it and to get the best high or the best quick high off of this. It's hard for policemen because once they tell us, then you're arresting the adult that gave this to them for the crime in which they're going to commit as into giving drugs to children, as into hurting their lives having them to go to the hospital, taking blood tests and and any other type of drug test. I'm thinking of these as I go in my mind, but these drugs are hurting more and more kids. They're leaving that drug and some kids, of course, go into higher drugs. And of course, heroin is one of the worst things. It is nothing worse than to see a teenage child nodding on heroin and some of them passing from that. They pass it by. There are children who are the age of 13 and 14 that are bringing drugs into high schools and grammar schools and being sold as drugs there because they've learned from their family member. A quick story here, there was a little 13-year-old girl that was in my school at Tilden High School. And she, of course, used to bring a lot of drugs because her family used to go hit the railroads and they would hit the cars when the Drugs were being shipped. I never know how they were able to get that information, but they were able to hit the railroad cards, get the pharmaceutical drugs off the train, and then would sell them to the high school kids. What? How do you want to lock up a child who was 13 years old with $500 worth of pills that she is selling to children? This particular child used to sell them to high school and grammar school, and over 32 children got sick in one little afternoon. 
yes, that has happened. But she said that her parents showed her how to do it, how to use the drugs and how to get others hooked on the drugs. So I want you all to be careful at your family events. I want you to start looking at your children around and see what's important to you and what's important to them. These drugs are not good. They may have been good for you for a little while. And it's bad to see people who, again, are still on drugs when they're in their late 50s, early 60s, late 60s, 70s, and 80 years old still trying to get a high because they never could get away from the habit. You all kind of look out for your children. It's easier for them not to start than to get them off of it. The drugs turn into much worse crimes as they go along because more and more things that they do, the more and more things that they want to do because they think it's okay. So that's my public service announcement from Officer B. So I thank you for coming along with me. Please leave a comment of any type. Let me know what you're thinking. Help me to do better podcasts as I go along. And I start teaching some of the habits of things that I have seen since I've been a police officer. So you all take care. And on behalf of Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B with your host, Lester Bailey, I thank you for coming along. You all stay brilliant. Watch this holiday season. This is the most important season going. Too many things happen and we'll continuously talk about them. So until the next time, stay brilliant. You are fantastic. And bye bye for now.